whether it's a first social media app when they first start using it and they just have a cursory view of it or they first start using ChatGPT, but they're not prompting it right. So they'll dismiss it and they'll go, oh, that's not good. I'm like, yeah, is it not good? Or is your prompt not that good? Like it's the rubbish in, rubbish out. If you can put in the right, use in the right way, so whether that's a prompt or whether that's a, the base content, the anchor content, then you're going to get good things out of it. But if you don't, you're going to get rubbish out of it. So that's all AI. The more that we're educated about it as well, the more that we know what, it's capable of. So just understand that in your usage of it and just always remember to keep the human component of it with it. What got you here won't get you there. It's time to uncover the micro shifts required to take your income, influence, and impact to the next level. I'm Melanie Benson. And I'm Samantha Riley, and this is our weekly show for experts and business leaders who are influencing people's decisions to make a greater impact and shatter their revenue goals in the process. Welcome to the Next Level Influence Show. Now let's get started. 2023 is the year of AI growth explosion. And today we're going to be chatting with three leaders in our market who are leveraging AI to create and deliver valuable content. You know, Sam, as we've been talking about today's panel and we were thinking about the guests we wanted to invite on, I got really curious about the actual growth of AI. Mm. And so I started running some stats and you were talking about stats and I'm like, well, let's get all the stats, right? And uh, I'll be curious if our guests have also experienced this or, or have these same facts. But so what I found is that the AI market size is expected to reach 407 billion by 2027 which is substantial growth from 86.9 billion in 2022. I was like, that's mm. staggering. That's amazing. That's a lot. <laughs> yep. Chat GPT has 1 million users or had 1 million users within the first five days of being available. I think mm. that's giving threads a run for their money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and 64% uh, of businesses expect AI to help increase their productivity. I'm like, this is like outstanding. Of course, we've got to talk about AI here on Next Level Influence. Absolutely. And it it absolutely astounds me how many thousands of AI tools are available. A lot of people, you know, we hear about ChatGPT, but there are thousands of different tools out there that is able to help us in our business. There seems like a lot of people that are now teaching AI for business. So that's why we're running today's panel. But also what I'm really excited about is that we do have an all-female panel today. And why I'm excited about this is that I have learned lately that there's actually a gender bias in AI because whilst it appears neutral, because it's made by humans and it's a very large male, I guess, industry that has been working on the AI, we've got this gender bias where there's holes in the AI's knowledge for different I guess, sets of people, you know, making sure that it's inclusive. And as women, if we don't input the data and really use this technology, AI can literally change history. So I think it's really important that we have this conversation. Hmm. That is fascinating. Well, let's get into our panel and bring them into the conversation. Welcome to Coach Deb Cole, Deidre, Deidre, like they say that right, hopefully, DJ Shane and Alicia Little. Ladies, you're killing it out there in the AI and 
marketing world. And we're very excited to have you join us. Deb, would you introduce yourself first and just give us a short introduction about you and what you do? And we'll get into why AI in a minute. So just do the short introduction about you and what you do. Sure. Always good to see my uh, sister in crime in the coaching space, Melanie. (laughs) We used to go to conferences and people were like, you coach Deb. I'm like, can I just not go doppelganger? And now with AI, you would basically, we would be each other's avatar (laughs) to send. But yeah, I've been known as coach Deb ever since I wrote the first book on Twitter. And I would go to conferences and I would say my name, Deborah Cole, or it's a different last name at the time. And they're like, hmm. And they would literally have this look of like, who are you? And then I go, coach Deb. And their eyes would light up and, oh, we've had so many conversations. So I love this AI space because it's very similar to when social media first came out with MySpace and then Facebook and Twitter, where you would have real connections, even though you weren't meeting face to face. So I'm excited about that. I got involved in social media marketing way back again when MySpace first started and people were like, oh, it's MySpace, Face, Twitbox. And yes, and now we've got threads And my focus (laughs) is on social video marketing. When we say social video, that's anything from reels, vertical reels, YouTube shorts, and TikToks. That's the big focus. And this year, everything to do with AI to make video fast, easy, and fun without the tech headaches. So that's it in a nutshell. Hmm. Thank you. Yes. And so Deb and I, we were we were like rebonded a few years ago when Clubhouse hit the market. <laughs> so it's been yeah. fun to be on this journey like almost for 15 years now. Yes. Yes. Even Deirdre? though we don't look more than like 25. Oh, 100%. <laughs> we're only, we, we were <laughs> Thanks, seven Sam. when we started, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dear Dre. Deidre, Deidre, Deidre. Oh my God. I got to remember the tree in the background. Thank you. How about you go next? Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. It's, and you know, like ever since I started living in the States now, I'm from Australia. So every time someone's like, how do I say your name? I'm like, it kind of depends on where you're from. Are you American or are you Aussie? Uh, kind of that's, that's what governs my answer. But yeah, so Deidre Shen, I am the CEO and co-founder of Capshow which is the fastest way to repurpose and market your expert content. So basically what Capture does is you put your audio or video file in and we create under 10 minutes all of content marketing assets. So talent description, you know, social media captions across all the platforms, emails, blog posts, all different types, LinkedIn article. And we also at the end of this week, because we're celebrating our first year birthday, uh, we're also launching Creative Studio, which is all, we actually identify the sound bites that can be used for those short form videos, Coach Deb. So we're going to identify sound bites, YouTube segments. We pull out quotes and we have a short form script generator as well, all anchored in that content of either podcast, live stream, video, yeah, whatever that is. That's, yeah, that's what Capture does. So exciting. Yes. We are, oh, we are here basically to help amplify experts' voices. That's our aim. Love it. Mm. Uh, Alicia, how about you jump in? All right. Hi, ladies. So excited to be here. My name is Alicia Little, and I've been an entrepreneur now for 23 years. I've known Coach Deb for 22 of those 23 years. (laughs) And my company is called Monetized Marketing. And I teach people really how to leverage the power of the internet. And now I'm all in on AI and how to leverage it to grow, build, and scale a business. 
So I've got a training company based off of the island in Jamaica, and I teach the people of Jamaica and throughout the Caribbean how to really start their freelancing career. I also have an agency called Pal Social, where we service local businesses. So we do social media, right, Coach Deb? We do a lot of social media mm-hmm. for local businesses. And then I have monetized marketing, which is really my training and coaching company based here in the USA. I'm in Georgia right now. So I'm excited to be here. Melanie, I've heard so much about you through Coach Deb constantly talking about you. So I'm excited (laughs) to be here. But, you know, the journey as an entrepreneur has been a great one. And with the just the onset of AI, I just went all the way in. And I'm so excited about that. Nice. Love it. Well, I'm glad that even though I haven't been introduced to any of you over 15 years ago, that I get to be here with you all today. (laughs) We're excited. So let's start with you, Alicia. I'd love yeah. to know because your your business isn't specifically AI. So how are you currently using AI in your business? Yeah, I'm really using it in every aspect of my business and in all of my businesses. So in the training that I do, I use AI to help me create the training material, the course material. I use other AI tools to create video and, you know, I've cloned myself when it comes to content creation with ChatGPT. I've created an AI clone to write content for me. I've created a voice clone (laughs) to create audio for me. So I've really gone all in on all aspects. So whether I'm working with clients in the agency, I'm using AI to create content for the clients, or I'm using it in the training company, I'm using AI to create training materials, or I'm using it you know, I'm a speaker as well, and I'm using it in all of the content I create for stage. And now it is also what I talk about on stage. So across all my businesses, I'm using AI. Love it. Love it. And Coach Deb, you're using it specifically for video. I'd love to hear how you're using it and how did you sort of find the tools and how are you using those tools? I would love some specific examples. Sure. And it's interesting because Alicia has been spilling all my little secrets that we've been using for clients for a few years. And I literally kept it under my hat when I first came out with a few of them. I love that Deidre is here from Cap Show. I've seen your, I got very excited when I saw that because it helps with people automating it and getting snippets. So I love that you're on this call, but Alicia started revealing some of our secrets. Like she did a really good video about using Descript and she literally showed them in a real where it was her voice, or it seemed like her voice, but we brought her on stage and we're like, all right, let's have a real conversation with Alicia on stage. And she talks, so we got a baseline if people hadn't met her before. And then we showed her video and it was created by Descript, but by the voice dubbing feature. So once Alicia started sharing and spilling all my secrets, I was like, I guess I should, I should share them as well. But we started using them, using these a few years ago because we just couldn't keep up with the amount of content clients wanted created. And they wanted to pay less, but they wanted more, right? Mm -hmm. So they heard about mere exposure effect, where the more you were seen online, the more people knew you, liked you, and trusted you because you were out there. So like, we need more content. We need more content. It's like, well, we need more money. We need more money. And of course, there there were these decreasing budgets, especially during 2020. And during 2020 is when we said, all right, let's find a way to create more content, but do it on a budget and do it with less human potential. And Descript was one of the first apps we discovered. We actually had a conversation about this in a mastermind when the first, when the, I I should say the last political election, and there were a lot of deep fakes. You saw Tom Cruise often online Mm -hmm. with the deep fakes. 
And that got our interest. And we're like, wow, if this is what's happening in Hollywood, it is only a matter of time that's going to happen for the small business owner. So we just started doing some research and finding, well, what could we do for the small business owner who knows that video is important, but they don't want to show their face or they don't have the time to even record. And that's where Descript came in. You record your voice, you record a few videos, you do it conversational style. And then that is what helped us get more videos done for our clients. And then apps like CapShow and other things like that, uh, Content Fries, where we would upload longer form content, but then these AI apps like Content Fries would just break it up, like this hour long content would break it up into micro pieces. Like they call it fries, like burger and fries. So they're like mm-hmm, micro. Mm-hmm. So you have a potato, that's like your big regular piece of content, but then you break it up into fries. So you kind of understand you have the potato, which is your blog post, your podcast like this, but then you want these little mini pieces, these fries to go out on reels and TikTok and YouTube shorts. So there's all of these tools like that that would grab these snippets. And I'm excited to hear Deidre talk about CapShow because these are the apps that will help a small business owner leverage their time and yet still get out all over without, by the way, the learning curve. So before I started using Descript and an app like Spark Camera app, I had to use Final Cut Pro, which was a minimum (laughs) of hours to learn it, minimum. Then I started investing in things like plugins like five, six years ago. So plugins maybe was the borderline between AI and just the software itself. So I would buy these plugins for like $59, $69. That was always the limit of like, that's one video you would save for um, a plugin to do something to automate, like say transitions or captions at the bottom, these fancy captions. And then all of a sudden apps like the Spark Camera app came out And it does all of the editing with just you touching and dragging on your phone. You don't even need to use a desktop. So Mm. if you want to get all of this content out and compete with the the next guy, you've got to start using these AI apps. Otherwise, someone else will produce more content faster than you, easier than you, and at less cost. And you'll just get left off in the dust. Like we, we always hear about Gary Vee, you know, bleed through your eyes and create all this content. Well, now you don't have to bleed through your eyes. You just use an AI app and <laughs> yeah. you can create this. <laughs> totally, totally. I love that. Now, Deidre, we know how you're using AI in your business. You've, you've spoken a little bit about CapShow. How did that come about so that, you know, we can understand a little bit more about how as podcasters we can use the, the tool? Yeah, for sure. So it, it started, for, it sounds really weird, but almost a decade ago uh, in my previous life as a in corporate, I was working in Macquarie Bank, actually one of the biggest investment banks in Australia, and I was in the innovation team. And that was actually when I first kind of got really introduced to AI because AI is obviously not a new technology. It, it seems like it is. It feels like mm. it is because it kind of just burst into the scene suddenly with ChatGPT, but it's been around for decades, like a long, long time. And it's just been struggling to find a really solid use case. So even back then in banking, I was actually in charge of looking at new emerging technologies and trying to figure out how could the bank use the likes of AI, blockchain, et cetera. So then fast forward three years ago, various things happened. I have a, I've also got about eight years or so in entrepreneurship, um, moved over to the States in 2019 and 2020 COVID hit. And that was when I transitioned into my first coaching business. And with that, I started a podcast because a mentor told me, 
you've got to start a podcast. I was like, okay, uh-huh. I'll do this thing. And I didn't realize that starting a podcast is kind of like starting another business. And I was like, what in the world is going on? I'm trying to grow a business and I'm also trying to grow a podcast. What? And um, I had to just, I had to go all in because it was either commit to this thing or try to figure out another way to be creating content and, and sharing, finding my voice and and sharing it. And so I went all in on on the podcast, but I had to figure out how I was going to grow the thing so that I could reach my audience and they would come into my world and I'd be able to essentially promote to them. And so that was like what I spent pretty much all of 2020 doing. It was, it sucked. Like, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you know, like it was a tough, tough time, tough for, we figured it out kind of like I did, we did end up doing, you know, multiple six figures in that business, but it was at the expense of burning out. I like I burnt out, my team burnt out. We had people like we had, yeah, team members leave because they were just like, this is too much. Like what we're trying to do, like we're creating, trying to create all of this content all the time just to drive traffic to the podcast and then therefore onto my list and into a challenge or into some kind of funnel. And yes, it was just, it was just terrible. And so that kind of led me because I'd kind of figured out the content dripping pieces, like what is it that we need to, what are those small, you know, what Coach Deb said, what are those fries or what are those things that we can pull out and actually use to promote the podcast episode? Doing that manually is just, it's just almost impossible. And so that was how I figured, like, I was like, well, I kind of know this AI thing. I know that this is a great use case for this technology. And so 2022, mid-July was when we launched Capture, which was really, first, it was a first iteration of it, first pass of it, which was, let's see if this thing can work. Can we, can someone upload an audio file and can we spit out content in some way? And, you know, there was a lot of failed attempts and there were a lot of, you know, we, yeah, there was a lot of mistakes along the way, but yeah, we got to the point now where we're a year in from being live, from having gone live and we have iterated and launched and relaunched Capture in all different ways, just because we're constantly trying to meet the needs of our Capturevians. That's what we're here to do. So yeah, that's kind of the the story, the short story behind Capture. My goodness, I love it. And I love how diverse you all are and how you're using AI. This is just going to be an amazing conversation going in. By the way, if I just want to <laughs> say something about what you were just talking about, Deidre, where you said you were like embarrassed or there were some failures and I read this actually on a in a thread the other day, and it relates to anything from podcast to video to a course. And I think it, they were talking about a course. If you're not embarrassed by the first iteration of your course, you launched it too late. So your software, if you're not embarrassed by some of the you know first iterations of your podcast, or like when Melanie and I were running the clubhouse rooms in the beginning, we we started a show. It's like yeah, okay, we're, we're learning it. So you've got to have some of those failures in order to find out what works and what succeeds. So bravo for having some of those failures that you learn from. Way to go. I just yeah, had to really interject that. I love when you that. said that. Yeah, I totally. <laughs> said, Deb. Yeah. Yeah, I think Alicia, did you get a chance to share your shit? <laughs> yeah. When I'm just talking about, you know, going all in on AI, I think that once I really realized that going all in on it meant that it would totally transform my business and my clients' businesses and those that I did business with, it just helped me to see that 
you know, this wave that we're riding right now, this AI wave was the only wave to be on, right? <laughs> so I jumped all in, got on the surfboard, jumped all in on the wave. And it's made such a dramatic difference in our business that, you know, I'm encouraging everybody that I could talk to. I'm like, you need to pay attention right now. I love, you know, how all of us here are using it in our businesses, but I always am encouraging people like you need to pay attention. I heard, I was just listening to something today about how, you know, there's so little amount of people that are actually using these tools correctly. You know, mm -hmm. some people will register for it, right, Deb? You know that, right? They'll like mm -hmm. register for it. They'll look at it for a minute. They'll give up. They're not going all in. And for us as entrepreneurs and business owners, especially women business owners, these tools make such a dramatic difference in our business. Hmm. I love your style, Alicia, of going all in. I, I saw her on stage like a month ago. And her whole goal up there was to convince a guy in the audience to adapt and adopt and embrace ChatGPT. So she literally did a demo and then she had these papers that she would have like people read. And it was, he was blown away when he first started, you know, seeing ChatGPT when he was originally resistant to it. And she prompted. So I think the other thing here that we're talking about is learning how to use these tools correctly. And she had the right prompts that some people give up or some people poo poo it. And they're like, whether it's a first a social media app when they first start using it and they just have a cursory view of it or they first start using ChatGPT, but they're not prompting it right. So they'll dismiss it and they'll go, oh, that's not good. I'm like, yeah, right. is it not good or is your prompt not that good? <laughs> mm -hmm. So at least you had right. all these prompts and she showed exactly how to do it. And anytime she's done this on stage, people are like, OK, all right, all right. All of them start using it. So I think that's that's another thing it's to like, keep in mind is how you're using these tools. Right. right. Yeah. It's like my mission to get people to use AI. I'm like, let's go all in. <laughs> and I totally, I totally World agree, domination. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's the whole rubbish in, rubbish out thing, right? Like yeah. that's what I tell people because when, especially with Capture, when we first launched and people were like, oh, this, the like the AI isn't quite picking up the thing that what we were speaking about. And I was like, well, it's actually going off your content. Like that's how we built capture. Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. right. And what it actually, it ended up becoming a bit of a coaching tool as well, because people were like, Oh, I said that either that was a good thing. It's like, Oh, I should actually lean more into that. It's, and, you know, maybe do something separate on that or, Oh, I, you know, I, that was a really messy episode, which is why the AI didn't really quite work as well as it could have. Cause it, again, it comes back to, you know, what you were saying there, Coach Deb about the whole, like, prompt like it's the rubbish in rubbish out if you can mm. put in the right you know using the right way so whether that's a prompt or whether that's a, the base content the anchor content then you're going to get good things out of it but if you don't mm -hmm. you're going to get rubbish out of it mm. so that's all ai <laughs> rubbish i love how you say that rubbish it's so much better with rubbish yeah. yes than, yes. than trash <laughs> oh, <laughs> trash yeah. and trash is such a better word out. rubbish is better <laughs> Let's lean into this conversation a little bit more because I think this is really what we all need to learn about AI is how can we use these tools in a way that can help elevate our impact, our influence, and of course, our income levels. So Deirdre, I'm never going to say that right today. I don't know why. <laughs> I might nickname you D for the day. Yes. <laughs> but you know, since you really kind of captured the market in the podcasting side of it, like, I love what you were saying before about how this is maybe even a self-coaching opportunity to create better quality content, to feed the CAPTCHA and to feed these tools. But 
maybe give us an example of how you're seeing this tool give us an opportunity to create better quality podcasts. Oh my gosh. Yes. So many, so many, in so many ways. So I can't cover them all, but I'll give you some examples. I was speaking to some Capchovians, which is what we call our clients. And just I, my mind gets blown sometimes with all the ways that they use Capshow. I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't even think about this stuff. So, so for example, we have someone who will go in. So just to recap, Capshow creates a title and description. It creates four types of blog posts. It creates social media captions across four different platforms. And the social media captions are like promotional, educational, and engagement style. It creates two types of emails, a promotional and engagement email. It creates a LinkedIn article. It creates YouTube description. It creates like basically everything that you need. And it's all anchored in your content, in your words. And what someone will take is they'll take, for example, like one, a quote. Oh, sorry. And it pulls out quotes as well. So they'll take one quote that captures created for them and they, they will create reels out of it. So they'll do like pointing, you know, videos, they'll create an actual, what do they call Like, the, oh yeah, they'll do like quote cards, they'll do carousel posts. They will create so much content out of just one thing that Capture has given them that it's just amazing. It's just crazy. So that's kind of like one power way that they use it. But what's really, really interesting is that time and again, I get people saying, oh my gosh, like you've just, you as in Capture, the AI, has just laid out to me what it is that I've actually spoken about. These are the threads that I've actually said in my podcast or in my video or in my live stream. That is so eye-opening because I didn't even know that I spoke about that. I didn't even <laughs> know that that was something that you know I touched on. Oh my gosh, this is so good. I want to go deeper. Or I can create a, a blog post about this. Or I can now send an email out about this or something. You know, it just opens our minds up. And I think that's the power of AI when you use it in the right way is... is like really lean into how it just opens up your mind to the possibilities of what you can do. So, you know, I love using a chat GPT, for example, just to get inspiration on, you know, it's like, I want to talk about this topic, but I'm not quite sure which perspective or which way I want to go with it. So I'll just, you know, I'll just brainstorm with, with chat GPT and then I will, you know, record my podcast episode and then I'll put it into capture and I'll be like, Oh, that wow! Like it's the AI's actually said it way more succinctly than I think I could have. So <laughs> this is great. You know, there's just so many ways I think that we can just learn. It it becomes an assistant for and with us, right? Like we learn from each other, we feed it back into the machine, and it just it gets better with us over time, which is really exciting thing about AI. Wow, so much good information in there. <laughs> oh, I love what you're doing for the podcasting market. It's fantastic. Alicia, I know you yeah. use it in a lot of different ways and you're we've been talking a lot about ChatGPT. Could you speak to how you're seeing the benefit of ChatGPT for course creation and how we can really evolve sure. our courses and like sure. make a greater impact and make more money with our courses? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, the first thing that I like to do when I'm creating courses or, you know, really any content with ChatGPT is I like to train it. So I think this is a step that a lot of people are missing. So what I do is I upload my bio to ChatGPT. So I'll tell ChatGPT, like, I need for you to help me to create course content or a course outline or a script, whatever I want. I am going to give you my bio and two transcripts from video content that I have so that you'll learn my style and tone. 
And then I asked ChatGPT, I said, do not write anything. It's like giving you everything. Do you understand? ChatGPT will reply back. I understand. Give me your bio and your two transcripts and I'll get to work. So then I feed it my bio, like here's my bio. And then I'll use otter.ai to transcribe trainings because I believe as course and content creators that my trainings are the best representation of how I teach instead of an article, let's say. So I upload two trainings to ChatGPT after they've been transcribed by Otter. So I upload the Otter transcripts and I tell ChatGPT, here's training one, here's training two. And then I ask ChatGPT, tell me what my writing style and tone is and my teaching style and tone is from what I've given you. And it will tell me better than I know myself. It will tell me your writing style and tone is energetic. Like it's always complimentary. And it will tell me what my writing style and tone is. And then I will say, you know, based everything that you write from here on out needs to be in my writing style and tone. Do you understand? And ChatGPT will reply back and say, I understand. Tell me what you would like for me to create. And then I'm like, I would like for you to create a course for me on business credit. Could you, this is just an example. Write an outline for me on a course on business credit. Create modules and then under each module, five subsections and it will do it. Module, five subsections. And then I say, write out module one, section one in my style and tone. Boom, it writes the content in my style and tone. So I always start off by saying, hey there, it's Alicia. And you'll see module one, part one starts off. Hey there, it's Alicia. Welcome to module one, part one, just as I would in my training. It will blow your mind if you go through that process to create your content and courses. And now you'll sit down with ChatGPT and be like, write module one, part two. And then the the other thing that I like to do is when I say now write module one, part two, and incorporate this story. So this is why I first started using business credit. And I'll tell ChatGPT a little bit about that. And now the content that you get out has incorporated your story in it, making the content so much more yours. And then finally, when I'm good with the content, I'll tell ChatGPT to take that content and put it into a script that I can read on camera. And really that wording, read on camera, gives it back to me in a format that I can literally put it up on a teleprompter tool and, you know, like Big View and read it. And it is me. It sounds like me. Or I can do voice dubbing in 11 labs and (laughs) upload the content to 11 labs and let my AI cloned voice read it and be done with creating the course content. So creating course content used to take me so long, Melanie, like for real, a long time to create the outline researching. I was Googling. I don't even know if I've Googled in months. I don't think so. I don't think I've Googled in months. Sorry, Google. But it's just the possibilities and the speed have been mind-blowing. And I tell every content creator, you'll never have a blank screen again if you learn how to train ChatGPT and use it to create your course content. Hmm. So amazing. I just got so many ideas. And I don't want to misrepresent the, the article I saw, but you reminded me of an article that crossed my path somewhere today about a prediction that AI is going to replace Google and Amazon as search Mm. engines. I was like, wow, snap, here we go. (laughs) All right, Coach Deb, let's bring this question to you. And I'm really curious how you're seeing people create these short videos 
to like improve their reach, improve the the conversion of people who watch them and become clients using these AI tools. Yeah. And I think you saw that article on threads. So I just, think I did too. I think so. <laughs> and I, and I, I didn't want to turn this re- into a threads ad today. So yeah, yeah. I, well, and I, <laughs> yes, re, I guess it's rethreaded it because that's one of the things as, as Alicia was talking about that it, the future of chat has changed completely. The future of search has, has changed completely. I don't think I've Googled people are going now to chat GPT. And as far as video apps, more people are going to TikTok to get their news updates and summaries. And also they do search in TikTok and it surpassed Google already. So we're seeing that with video. When Bing first came out, that was the first thing too that really made the bells go off for me as that as far as um chat and search is going to change because now why would we go to Google when we can go to ChatGPT or Bing and get answers and get smarter answers? And they're giving you reference points. So I love earlier when you talked about this being an all-woman panel and there's AI and it's so male-dominated. Interesting note is a woman, Lila Trechikoff, is the CTO of Microsoft. She's the one responsible for Bing and ChatGPT being basically beating everything else out there, the giant Google and bringing ChatGPT4 out to the marketplace because she said, we're not doing this internally. We're going to go and reach an entrepreneur and see what they've done. And she's like, they're doing innovative things. This is, they're all in on it. They can do it better than us. And she didn't force Microsoft's ways and protocol on them. It's a fascinating interview. Go ahead and do a, a search on YouTube, Lila Trechikoff and, and search on, on uh, LinkedIn. Again, female CTO leading the charge with ChatGPT. So Bing gives us these reference points. So now what I'm trying to urge everyone and your all your podcast listeners is and viewers is produce more content because you want to be found in the search when ChatGPT on all the other search engines other than Bing catches up and gives reference points. You want to be the person they're referencing when they're giving you articles because right now it makes stuff up. I actually say it's kind of a dude. It makes stuff up in the absence of facts. It'll just make stuff up. So you have to do a lot of fact checking with that. And then you asked about how I'm using it with video. The other way I think about ChatGPT is my co-pilot. So it doesn't replace a human. It's just a co-pilot. So you're still the pilot, but you've got a co-pilot to help you navigate, to help give you feedback. And one of the ways we'll do it, we'll use it to get feedback is one to create content and scripts quicker. So we'll give it some hooks that we know work in the marketplace. So proven hooks, proven formulas that have gone viral on TikTok or on Instagram reels or YouTube shorts. And then we say, help us with the scripts for this. It'll give us B-roll content It'll give it, it, is it one person or two person? It'll give the script back and forth. We did one in the style of Gary V and it's like, yo, yo, like it, it, get, it nails it. And then it gives us B-roll of shots to throw in. And the cool thing about that is you then get that B-roll of the suggested shot. You throw it into Descript and then you just give, the, give Descript the description of the keyword and it will spit out stock video footage that you don't have to create you just have to script an AI app, create your B-roll for you. So you might be your talking head or as Alicia talked about 11 labs, you could have 11 labs do a voice dubbing. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to record anything. It doesn't have to be your voice or your face to create more content. So that's one of the ways that we're using it. And by the way, Alicia hasn't mentioned, but the, the first love affair with ChatGPT has already happened. I believe she proposed marriage 
to ChatGPT. She she professed her love on stage. I'm just waiting for the wedding. I hope I'm I'm going to be the best lady. <laughs> but yeah, we, we are all in love with uh, ChatGPT. And it's interesting if you ask people. So this could be a thread or a tweet conversation starter is have you named ChatGPT? And it's very interesting. Some of the answers that it will come up with, but people have assigned a gender to their chat GPT. They've assigned a name. So they're really in this almost relationship with it. But the biggest thing is you've got to give it feedback or you give it input. Like Alicia talked about trained it. One of the other ways to mention real quick is Deidre, you, you mentioned this where it'll, it'll refine it and make it better. So we did this with a course that we were coming up with. We're like, all right, here's the course, but give us better names. You know how we like iterate alliteration where it's like the three words with the same initial, right? So for us, it was the P3 formula, but we're like, well, what does it think the P3 formula is? Well, lo and behold, it came out with something that I can't believe I didn't realize. So it decided it was produce, persuade, and then profit. And somehow the first book I wrote on social media was secrets of online persuasion. And I didn't even have that P word in my own formula. I was like, what? It was literally like bells going off. So as you train it, like Alicia talked about, like give it your content, give it your chapters, and then ask it to summarize. That's where the intelligence part of artificial intelligence is coming in these language models that are intellectually looking at things, analyzing it. And it's because it can look at all of these data points faster than a human brain can. And it's looking at everything simultaneously, whereas our brain and the way humans think it's a little more linear. So this is just horizontal and it'll combine things and it will literally be your co-pilot to come up with something that's better than your human brain. So don't be pompous and think, oh, I'm better than ChatGPT. You know, train it like Alicia was uh, was teaching you before and you will get better content. Oh, another prompt I love that I use all the time that Alicia taught me is do better. You could do better, ChatGPT. And it will like never accept the first iteration. It'll come up with something and then, and then Alicia is like, do better. She'll boss it around. She's she's the, the older sister in the in the little sisters. And you really use that well with ChatGPT. I was like, oh, that's a great idea. You know, and you feel bad because that human component, but like it's a bot. It will only give you the rubbish that you train it in to, to quote Deidre. So yeah, those are some. <laughs> love it. So much gold there. So much gold. I'd love to tie it back to something that we talked about, or Alicia, you sort of very first mentioned right at the beginning and you were talking about being able to use your voice and being able to use your video. There's a lot happening there. So what's just in really like sort of a very quick wrap up, what's one area of caution, I guess, that we should know about using AI in that way? Yeah. I mean, there's still so much of a human component that has to be used in AI. And I think we need to really remember that. And I think the more that we're educated about it as well, the more that we know what it's capable of. So as as we know what it's capable of, we know what people could use it for bad and people are using it for good. So just understand that in your usage of it and just always remember to keep the human component of it with it. Mm, mm, totally. And that's something that you spoke to Coach Deb just then about really asking the AI to to come back and say, you know, is that good enough? Which I love. I do the same thing because, oh, no, you can definitely do better than that. 
But what's mm. one area that you think that we should really pay attention to or take caution in in using AI? For me, what I'm trying to advise every client or or listener is don't try to fool anyone that it's AI. So I loved when Alicia brought up one of the bots that she trained, and it was a video that she trained. So this is a video human, what human looking. And it would introduce her courses and she called it the AI assistant. So he has a name, but then it's the Alicia would describe it as my AI assistant. So I love that because I've seen so many people online and they're trying to fool you as though it's a human. And that's where we just know there's there's a it's very, very close, but it's just missing. And then we feel like we're being lied to. And that's the worst thing that you could do when you're meeting people online is destroy that trust factor. So don't try to pretend it's you, the human. Let people know it's your AI assistant or a, your AI bot. Give it a name, you know, gender, whatever, and don't fool people. Yeah. But mm. to me, you combine humanity with the bot and that's the winning formula. Mm, the yeah. combination. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. I agree. Deidre, now you, you already have shared that with using AI, that it's a really great way or we can use it to become better at what we do and use it as a coaching tool. What's another area that we can really use AI for to, I guess, to really get better at something or, you know, to use caution in it so that we don't get better? We get, mm, what's the way I'm trying to say that? Like, we, you know, we can really get a bad output. Yeah. So, Oh gosh, how do I answer this? So basically, just to tie in with what Alicia and Coach Deb were saying, it, the human part, the combination of human AI is so, so important. And it's actually what led to Capture 2.0. So we weren't even a year old and you know, we kind of were like, we're going to do 2.0 version because we are going to force people to actually interact with their content, with what AI has helped them produce. Because it's so easy for us to just be like, oh, okay, well, this is what AI is, AI is giving me. I'm just going to like copy and paste this or whatever. I'm just, that's, that's it. That's the end of it. And as we know, the regulations, the technology as well itself is relatively nascent by way of, you know, how mass it is. And so it, there's still things around whose IP is it, you know, and especially in the image space, for example. And so I think the more that we can actually interact with our content, and so, for example, with Capture 2.0, we actually put, it's counterintuitive, we actually put more barriers in a way to people. So it's not as seamless as like upload an audio file and here's your output, there you go. It's like, no, we're actually going to, you have to create your template and you have to now, it's in an editor. So you're going to edit your your content because we know that what's coming is this wave of, well, where does IP sit? Where does copywriting sit? Where does all these things sit? And the more that you can, as a human, that you can actually interact with your content, the safer, quote unquote, uh, safer that you're going to be with that content going forward. So we were very intentional with that. So so I know that that, like, that didn't quite answer your question, but I did want to just raise that as mm. like, as we use AI and it's great for, for it to be a coaching tool and you know, a co-pilot and an assistant to us, we do just have to be mindful that it should not, it can help us, but it should not be definitely be replacing us in some really critical places, which is like comes down to our expertise, our stories, our IP. We have to retain that. Mm, love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah, well said. Well, I know our audience is going to be so excited to connect with each of you beyond today. 
Coach Deb, would you let our community know where they can reach out and find you? And if you've got a resource, they should check out. Sure. Coach Deb everywhere, which makes it easy, except for TikTok. Some young whippersnapper beat me over there. So I'm Coach Deb Cole over there. And if they want the book where I give them templates to use to shortcut their ability to create reels without having to do it on their own, um, we have 10 templates that they can use and just copy just with the links. The book, we're giving it out for free right now. If they go to monetizereels.com, it's on page 18 to 21. That's like the best part to get the templates. So that would be where I'd suggest. Nice. Thank you. We'll make sure that is linked up in the show notes for everybody as well. Alicia, what is the best way our audience can connect with you? Sure, sure. And I'm Alicia Little on most social media platforms. But, but my website, alicialittle.com, A-L-I-C-I-A, little with a Y. I know, so odd, but L-Y-T-T-L-E.com, alicialittle.com. And I've got a free ebook that I've just launched. It's how to master chat GPT for beginners. So you can grab that on my website and really learn how to use it the way that you can get the maximum from it. So thank you. Nice. Ooh, that sounds juicy too. Deidre? Deidre? Deidre. <laughs> That's okay. I'll spell it out because it is, um, I, I'm saying, I'm, I am on all the social media under the most complicated name ever, D-E-I-R-D-R-E-T-S-H-I-E-N. Uh, so yeah, so LinkedIn and Facebook are probably the best platforms to reach me on. And for anyone who has a podcast and is struggling to get it discovered, I actually have a mini audio course. It's literally under 30 minutes that will help people get discovered on in-app, so in a podcast player app and also on in the search engine. And they get an extended free trial of Capture along with that. So that's at freegift.capture.com. Nice. Thank you. Love it so much. So definitely go and check out the resources from today's guests. Thank you, Coach Deb, Deirdre and Alicia for joining us today. And thank you for tuning in. We'd love to hear from you. How are you using AI And what have we missed today? What tips can you share with our community? We would love to know. And you can find all of those links and share on those social media platforms. The links are over at nextlevelinfluencepodcast.com. Thanks so much for joining us today. And we look forward to catching you for another episode next week. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level Influence. Before you go, would you subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player? We'd love to know what your greatest takeaway was from today's episode. Take a screenshot of the show and share with us on social. And be sure to tag us too so we can connect. Tune in next week for another Next Level Influence episode.